Hey there, this is Captain Jeff, and welcome to the Real Guy Podcast. Uh, podcast for real guys by real guys. Brought to you by the Boatyard in Fort Lauderdale. Big week for the Boatyard. Fort Lauderdale is going to open back up after this COVID thing. So make sure you go down to the Boatyard in Fort Lauderdale. You can go by boat, you can go by car. They got all the good shit down there on the menu. So the Boatyard... Also, Waypoint TV. Thanks to Waypoint TV for hosting the program. And our newest sponsor, Kettle and Fire. Kettle and Fire is a health company, health food. If you're into bone broth, bone broth is like this super healthy shit. takes like forever to make. And Kettle and Myers makes the best stuff. Uh, if you're into like a healthy gut, a healthy lifestyle, supposedly like really good for your skin. A lot of people are into health food nowadays. And uh, Kettle and Fire is one of our new sponsors. They got bone broth, they got classic soups, they got Kato soups. And if you order from Kettle and Fire and use the promo code Waypoint, you get 15% off. So um, contact Kettle and Fire, get you some of that good health food. And um, last thing I'm going to talk about real quick is you know, ratings and reviews are a big deal. So if you like the episode, um, Give us a good rating. Give us a five-star rating. Give us a review. It goes a long way. Makes the podcast get more downloads. Makes it more popular. And I'd really appreciate the support. Clear the airwaves. The Lunker Dog is on the air. Are you ready? This is the Real Guy Podcast. But today on the Real Guy Podcast, we're going to talk about fish fries. I mean, what else? What else is there? Get two big-ass watermelons. And do a huge fish fry. That's all American. That's the thing to do. As soon as this COVID thing is over, everybody gets back to the right state of mind. I'm going to do a big fish fry. And explain to what a fish fry actually means to me. Because it's not just simply a f- going and eating a meal of fried fish. Fish fry has deep roots. It's an expression. Lots of families have fish fries and there's a lot to it. It was the Dupree family, my mom's side of the family, that made me understand the value of having a decent fish fry. I can remember the first fish fries we did. I don't know. Real young. Second, third grade. Man, I loved them. I thought they were great. We'd go to my big mama's house down there in America's Georgia. And um, me and my Uncle Benji would go out and we'd fish for hours. And what we'd do is we'd try to get a couple stringers full of crappy brim. Any type of panfish that we could catch. And we'd get stringers full of them, and we needed them. Because we had a big-ass family down there in South Georgia. And everybody kind of congregated at my, my big mama's house. So me and my uncle got, I don't know, two, three stringers of panfish... Brought him back to Big Mommy's house. My granddaddy run out and get two big-ass watermelons and put them on ice. Then, me and my uncle and my cousins, my granddaddy, we'd start cleaning the fish. And we'd be scaling them. We'd have the water going. And it was an event, you know. It was a, a full-day event to do a fish fry. And catching the fish and spending the time and coming home and cleaning them with the family 
talking and laughing, carrying on. It's all part of the fish fry. And then the uh, the gas burner. I mean, I can remember the gas burner so well. They had a, a stand. They put this big pot and they'd fill it with peanut oil. And we'd light that gas burner underneath that. It would make that sound. <laughs> freaking come on. I can remember it so vividly. It's like ingrained. Ingrained in my memory. Everything about the fish fry was just an event. It was it was the best thing ever. I mean, as far as a meal went. And then my mom and my aunts, my grandmother, they would start preparing the tables for the fish fry. And we'd get picnic tables and we'd bring them out back about 100 feet away from where we were cleaning the fish and they would have the picnic tables and then they'd get newspaper and put them all over the picnic tables. They would get rolls of paper towels and bring them out. And they'd have these baskets. The baskets had cornbread in them. We'd make hush puppies in the fryer. We'd put that in the baskets. And then, then it began. We would take those brim and crappy and stuff and we'd have them all cleaned and gutted. Still had the tails and the fins on them and all that, but you cut the head off and you'd pull the guts out of them and you'd scale them real good. And then you start putting them in that big ass pan or that big ass, that big ass boiler. And when you first put those fish in, you could hear the sound and you could smell the fish and the peanut oil all would get in the air and everybody kind of smelled like fried fish for the rest of the day. But it was a big thing. It was a big family event. It wasn't just a meal. It was a fish fry. It's kind of like Thanksgiving or something, except it's just a fish fry. It's just something you did. It was it was time for a fish fry. And today's no different. And I taught my kid kind of the whole value of a fish fry, kind of the same way it was taught to me through my family. We'll go out and we'll target the snappers. My kid likes doing the whole fried snapper. So we'll pick a day when, usually in the summer, when the ocean's calm. And we'll roll out there and we'll catch our snappers. We'll catch some yellowtails, mahogany snappers, red snappers. Not red snappers, but mangrove snappers. And um, sometimes tuna or mahi. But we'll go out, me and the worm, we'll catch our fish. And we'll come home and clean them. Then we'll get the fryer friggin' fired up. My girls bought me this Bayou fryer, I don't know, four or five Christmases ago. Maybe six or seven times flying. Hands down, one of the best gifts I've ever gotten. If you want a good fryer, it's a good sized fryer where you could, like, you know, you could feed 40, 50 people pretty easily with it. But it's not overwhelming. It's not like this giant machine. It's called a Bayou fryer, it holds two baskets like you see McDonald's how they do their fried how they do their fries and they have those baskets so this is a freestanding fryer you get the uh, gas uh, tank of uh, propane you know you hook it up you bring it out on the back porch the thing takes about four gallons of oil I like to use peanut oil in the fish fry it's the way it was taught to me in the old days so that's the way we do it now gives it some good flavor 
But anyway, this 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 fire is uh, is a winner. So we get the fire fired up, and then me and the worm we spend the time in the kitchen. We clean up the fish, we cut them up. Then we have this system where we put the breadcrumbs and the eggs, and we cut the fish just the right way to put them in these baskets for the fryer. And then um, we're using you know nothing nothing crazy, but we'll do different spices and stuff you put it in the uh in the panko so i go for a real simple i do the fish to the egg to the panko to the fryer no flour no nothing like that and then however spicy you want to make it whatever spices you want to make you can just throw right into the panko so when you bread it up you're going to get the flavor you know what i mean so then we do that and then we invite the people that are dearest to us we don't have the big family structure, you know, like we had in America's Georgia with the southern folks where people didn't mind driving an hour to show up to a fish fry. You know, this is more Fort Lauderdale. This is more city life. So you know, if you can get somebody to drive across, across town, that's a big deal. But anyway, when we have a fish fry, we invite all our favorite people over for the fish fry. And then the music comes out and the cold beers come out. And the girls start getting, you know, all giddy like girls do, like a bunch of chickens. And it's all part of the fish fry. As soon as this freaking COVID thing's over, I'm going to have a fish fry over here at my crib. I'm going to invite my closest friends. And I think, I think that'll put everybody in the right mindset going forward. Get that COVID bullshit behind us and all this government overreach behind us and all this uncertainty and all this weirdness that we got going on all this shit can be cured with two big ass watermelons and a decent fish fry quick recording captain jeff this is a podcast for real guys by real guys don't forget about kettle and fire don't forget about waypoint tv don't forget about the boatyard and don't forget about captain jeff and the real guy podcast thanks so much for tuning in just a quickie and if you if you do fish fries right after this covid bullshit invite your friends and family over and enjoy remember who loves you run that dog and thanks for listening to the real guy podcast